I was like, do you know this? No, I know the phonetic version of the Russian national anthem, but that's only because of Nikolai Volkov from WWE Russia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you. Uh, what's up, everyone? This is Geeks with Kids, your weekly conversational podcast about all things parenting and geeky, I guess. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Eric, and to my left is... Oh, your left, Spears. <laughs> <laughs> and to his left is... Aaron. And we three make a nerdy podcast of such and such. Yes. Um, yeah, so thanks for checking us out. We have been going for a couple weeks now, so yeah. you think that we'd know what we're doing, but we really don't. We're winging it. <laughs> That's all right. That's what we do every week. Yeah. That's what makes it neat and fun and such, right? It yeah. does. Totally yeah, does. follow us. Why don't you let us know? Give us. <laughs> why don't you leave a comment or give us a rating at iTunes? Mm-hmm. Or you can uh, email us at geekswithkids at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to tweet us, uh, we are at geekswithkidscn. Or you can abuse our Facebook page at facebook.com slash geekswithkidspodcast. Yeah, no, we really should just make a stinger so we can put this at the no end. No way, this is more fun. It is more fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, recent... Ten bonus points for every error in those previous <laughs> statements. Yeah, if you, you want to send us any corrections, we, I yeah. know some people have already sent us some. Um, some. Uh, I wouldn't oh. call them, yeah, I would just call them like, yo, here's some things maybe. No, 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 we've gotten corrections. Yeah. Oh, have we? Yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't remember who, <laughs> who it was, are they? but they, um, someone, I think in an early episode, I'd identified um, Ving Rames as playing uh, <laughs> the Kingpin in Daredevil with Ben Affleck. Who the, who the heck did we when say When, in it fact, was? it was Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It uh, wasn't Ving Rames? No, no, no it, really it wasn't. it was Michael Clark Duncan. Oh, that's right. Yeah, don't worry. It was Spears who said that. <laughs> and someone, uh, hook. someone yeah, made, right made off pointed out. And there was also some other thing, like, they were saying something about, uh, the when we were talking about the Avengers trailer, and we're like, yeah, look at those cop cars, those, like, look like something-something, and they're actually South African. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, right, right, right. Yeah, but, well, having uh, seen the movie, you two jerks will know. <laughs> was it, well, was it was Stu. It was Stu. <laughs> really, we don't, we don't want to... Our know. number one, I think we should start calling him our number one fan. <laughs> He'll be our number one fan if he wants to donate to us. That's right. <laughs> Please do. Then you could be our number one fan, and That's we'll bring right. you on the podcast mm-hmm. every so often. We'll give you a t-shirt. It may not be a Geeks with Kids t-shirt, but we will give you a t-shirt. <laughs> it might be the one that Aaron's wearing right now. Hey, it's the Spider-Man one. So that's yeah, good. mine could be the Inevitable Betrayal one. And yeah, I think you're wearing yeah, a Batman. Mine was, used to be a Batman shirt, but now it's mostly decorated with your child's throw-up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. She it threw is. up all over you. Yeah, yeah. yeah again. Uh, <laughs> it's oh. funny because we were joking beforehand about how, oh, it won't happen again. Oh, It, ha- it was like we were joking about it like maybe five minutes before yeah. it happened. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I missed it. Mm. You know, I'm bizarrely nostalgic for it now that my kids are beyond that phase. Oh, now they just poop and other things. Yeah. Their 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 spit up's a little more chunky. Mm-hmm. Uh, little, yeah, when my kids spit up now, I know there's a problem. Yeah, uh, yeah. True. My baby just got excited. <laughs> <laughs> Too much. Yeah. Oh, so recently um I think it was who was Oh, it was um Brad Bird was doing Brad Bird was doing uh PR or PR press for his upcoming movie Tomorrowland, which looks really, really good. Which looks mm-hmm. really, really good, Aaron. Mm-hmm. It looks really, really good. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for that movie. <laughs> um, and uh, they were talking about him about The Incredibles, and he had mentioned that it was his next sequel. 
Nice. Which is really, Exciting. really good. I'm so excited. Yeah, they had been throwing around I'm more some excited ideas. for Incredibles 2 than Tomorrowland. I am too, but Tomorrowland looks really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Fantastic Four is an excellent film. There's only two of them <laughs> in that movie, right? I don't know. And they go to Tomorrowland. <laughs> so they really? Yeah, they actually go okay, to Tomorrowland. So fill me in. What is Tomorrowland all about? So Tomorrowland was a place that was created with all the best minds in the world mm-hmm. to make the world better. Okay. Um, There's an amazing spoof of it in the Batman animated film Mask of the Phantasm. The Joker lives in Gotham City's Tomorrowland. The Simpsons spoofs it too when they go to like the World's Fair or whatever and there's like the Sun Sphere and everything. Oh, <laughs> that yeah. was the 1946 <laughs> World's Fair. Yeah. yeah. Knoxville! Knoxville! <laughs> this is a separate um, like rea- sort of reality. I don't know. I'd have to see the movie. Right. You have to get there a certain way. And it's okay. a place where um, people better their, themselves. I think Disney, mm-hmm. Walt Disney was one of those people who was part of the. The Tomorrowland cult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so basically, um, this girl, I don't remember her. Her name. She was a. Uh, she was one of the uh, actors on Under the Dome. Oh, okay. Um, so she finds this pin, and it. Whenever she touches it, she sees Tomorrowland. So she finds George Clooney, and he takes her to some, to Tomorrowland to save it. Mm-hmm. And that's rocket, the movie in a rocket-powered bathtub, I think. No, that's to get out of their house. Oh, okay. Yeah, his house. Obviously. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, uh, I'm sure. Because, you know, when a young girl comes to George Clooney's house, we got to get away in a rocket-powered bathtub right now. <laughs> the authorities show well, up. Well, robots are coming to kill them. Okay. You know. It Possible. looked really cool, that sequence. You know it All did. Right. That one sequence, the one clip that I just saw recently, where the robots were coming in, and he was, like, setting off all his, like, booby traps. Because, honestly, I want a booby trap house. With, yeah. With, like, secret doors and trap doors and yeah, I would love things that like that, too. You, have you seen it, Spears? No. no it looks no. really I, neat. I've seen a Tomorrowland trailer, and I vaguely remember the bathtub. <laughs> uh, sequence. See, um, I do remember the. Like, <laughs> I do remember there's like there is a there's a pen and it's clearly taking her from like the present to the future, from reality to tomorrow, Tomorrowland or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it it just it, it looks like you know I'm in a location. I'm in front of a green screen. Oh, I'm in a location again. Mm. But like, the special effects are a lot better because it's Brad Bird. Well, fair enough, and you know I'm sure there's more to it than perhaps I'm giving it credit for. I mean, the incredible. I'm shaking book. my head, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the oeuvre of Brad Bird is very, very, very good. Mm-hmm. Like, he. Um, was he. Did he direct one of the Mission Impossible? Yeah, he yes, did. He, the, did. he did the third one. Yeah. Which actually, that one was pretty good. It was really good. That one. Was that the yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman one? Yes. yes. I want to say it. Is. That was really yeah. good. Mm-hmm. I thought that was J.J. Abrams. Or did he write? Uh, did maybe did he was he associated produce? with three or yeah. four. I don't remember. Okay, Either way, the good one. ones he was yeah. associated yeah. with. Well, um, the first one was good. Second one was oh John Woo. Yeah, <laughs> well, it, it, <laughs> biscuit. Why? <laughs> oh yeah. I know why you want to hate me. Hate me. You you say we we're gonna stop singing in this podcast? We're never gonna stop. Yeah. So Brad Bird started at. He was one of the UCLA guys, right? Mm. The animation guys? The one oh, wait. 113A? Or yeah, the A113. Yeah. Those people. That's why his uh, Twitter account is Bradbird uh, A113. Yeah. So he's part of that crew. He's the one. He was part of The Simpsons for a while, and then he went off to direct The Iron Giant. Okay, I'll give you that. that <laughs> Iron Giant was amazing. Okay. And then he went and did The Incredibles. Um, Do. 
Is Incredibles when he starts working for Pixar? Yeah. Or, okay. That was his first. They had, you know, pulled him over. They had been talking to him for a while. Cool. And I guess, had he been doing, like, TV stuff or, or whatever? I'm the... not actually quite sure. And okay. If my computer didn't feel like it was going to explode, I'd actually look it up. Um, and, though, um, and then he did, uh, what else did he do? After Incredibles, he did John Carter, which was actually a really good movie. I've seen it. It was good, and people didn't watch it because it was marketed horribly. Good job, Disney. Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, yeah, it did exactly. And if they had talked about how that story had influenced like Star Wars and all of the sci-fi from now, very Flash Gordon esque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like actually, didn't Flash Gordon take its? uh, Yeah, I was going to say, didn't Flash Gordon get its cues from the novels? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Edgar Burroughs? Edgar Rice Burroughs. Edgar Rice Burroughs, yeah. I had only read one or two of them, and then I read a couple of the comic book versions. (laughs) (laughs) Because pictures are better. No, I like reading, too, sometimes. Okay, he did uh, the fourth Mission Impossible movie, Ghost Protocol. That was a good one. Uh, Ratatouille. Oh, no yeah. way. Uh, Jack okay. Jack Attack, the video video short in 2005. Yeah, that yeah. sequels The Incredibles from 2004. Iron Giant 1999. Two episodes of The Simpsons in 1991, and the TV short Do the Bartman in Do the Bartman. Do the Bartman. Uh, and one episode of Amazing Stories in 87. Oh, Amazing Stories that is was so good. Brilliant. Did you ever watch that, Spears? Yes. No. Oh, oh Steven Spielberg's um, fantasy show from the 80s. Yeah. Uh, it was, it wasn't it's... a dog and a. A guy talking about it, it looked like yeah. sort of Fraggle Rockish. It kind of, oh. it kind of spoke. It kind of like felt like that at times. It kind of like felt like a more family accessible Twilight Zone. Yeah, I no, think. I agree. I remember there so being good. like giants and yeah. Stuff. The, I, I the, wish they had on like Blu-ray. The first episode I think was like a Ghost Train one, which Ooh. I think was really fun and like oh, it kind know. of like took a, like a positive spin on it. Uh, Ghost scare the crap out of yeah. me. Yeah, we we talked about this a couple episodes <laughs> yeah. ago. Cool. Um, the um. um yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the lady floating behind you is giving you the evil eye. That's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that actually frightened me actually a little bit. My heart started shaking a bit. Um, uh, she says it's cool. Uh, yeah. that, it's all oh. good, <laughs> As someone who's I've had a conversation with her before, she's all oh. just don't get her drunk, man. She's oh no, it's not funny. It's not funny. Oh. The, the stuff that I think about at night when I'm in my basement man. playing Destiny, I'm like, yeah. I'm there's you, a ghost out here. I'm telling you, man. Like Mercury will just like start waving at stuff. Cat oh, does okay. the same thing. Um, <laughs> she uh, um, does her hair ever stand on end? No, but she she laughs at the bookshelf, and I'm like, why are you laughing at the bookshelf? Stop looking behind me. It's really freaking me out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Brad right. so, Bird, let's get your mind on this. Oh, uh, I love Brad Bird. Just about the opposite of scary ghosts. His writing credits include batteries not included. Oh. Yeah, from '87. I loved that movie. Me too. When I was in uh, university, we had an animation course, and my first project was to make anything I wanted—a robot, whatever. Right, right. I made a batteries not included robot, like a flying robot, and I was like. And I was the only one who started mapping like the textures onto the because I wanted to look rusted like those ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wanted the engines to have a little bit of that glow. Oh man, I love that movie so much. I was like, is it on Blu-ray? I don't, I haven't seen it in a long know, time. It, should, it was a really good movie. I remember. You know, it's not on Blu-ray. Iron Giant, which blows my brain. Huh. That movie's amazing. That. Yeah, I don't oh. understand that. That is, it is although Hogarth yeah. is the worst name to give a child ever. Oh my God, Hogarth, me Superman. 
Superman. Tears. Me, Vin Diesel. <laughs> Me, Groot. <laughs> I am Groot. <laughs> oh, that part. There like, we go. The uh, Superman part. And yeah. Tears. Yeah. Hairconic Jr. Also very good in that you movie. Stay. I go. Oh, don't ruin it for spirits. He hasn't seen oh, it. Oh, spoilers! A sad no. thing happens at the end of an animated film. It's yeah. So, you know you're what? gonna love that movie. We'll have to, so much. We'll have to do a. Um, you know what we should do is we should sit down and watch it with him, and we'll live tweet his reaction. We can Twitch it. We could we yes. could stream it on Twitch, and we'll just show him crying the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The parenting has made me more yeah. emotionally susceptible. Oh, this is gonna be worse now yeah. that you're okay. a parent. Okay, so we gotta God. stack this. It's up. like playing. We just like we also t- uh, Twitch stream you playing uh, the Last of Us. I know. I was, I was about to say we should like just totally like get our money's worth here and just like Last of Us him, uh, Iron Giant him. What's an, oh, what was the one of the other ones he was saying he hasn't seen yet? There's a couple. Age of Ultron, Jerks, <laughs> Mad Max. Oh Jerks. no! Oh, yeah. I'm sure by the time this airs, no wait, I haven't seen Mad also, Max yet. Have I'll, you seen? You went and saw? No, not yet. I'll okay. see it. It it just came out, but we record a couple episodes at the same time, so yeah, I hadn't seen it, but I will. Oh, I will see it. You son of a gun! <laughs> You'll love it. No, I'm gonna. I'll take a picture. I'll put it on our Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then all that. of a sudden you see the picture get deleted by the other two. <laughs> <laughs> and by the picture, we mean the poster. <laughs> oh. oh. Yeah. So, um, Incredibles 2, thoughts? Um, excited. Um, oh, very excited. It'll be... Frozone, they need it. Yeah. They it, need them. It'll have to be um, keeping... Uh, it'll have to just come back to so much of that original tone that was set up in the first one. And... Now with like all the superhero movies and the super saturation of everything comic book mm-hmm. lately, I think it will have a lot of funny satirical things to say and to kind of like comment on. Like I could picture Incredibles two just being like the Incredibles, and then like everybody and their brother is now like a superhero kind mm-hmm. of thing, and they're like, see where I'm I'm picturing the second generation. So like, Are you thinking, if it was yeah. the Fantastic Four, it would be the kids of the Fantastic Four. Yeah, you think so? Oh, yeah. that would actually be good to see, like, Cause, the, see them be, like... Because they're going to be older now, yeah. right? Yeah. Those are fireworks. So we're not actually getting shot. We yeah. do. We are in Hamilton, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, <for> real. <laughs> oh, man, that's really close. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. As long... Like, I have no doubt that the movie will be good. I, okay. I like every single one of Brad Bird's movies. Every single one. Including Tomorrowland. You haven't seen it yet. And I'll still love it. I, I know I will. Because I'll sit there and be like, this was whimsy and so much magic. I, can't I love wait. it all. I can't wait for you to go see it. And then we'll be like, so what do you think? You'll be like, I can't talk to you about it. I can't. I can't. I can't. Just because it was so magical? Yeah, right. It will be that way. <laughs> I, will, I will believe it when it's playing in front of me. We should go to the drive-in. I wonder if they will... They'll invariably have Craig T. Nelson and company, like, reprise their roles. Yeah. But Craig T. Nelson, like, as most recently on television, played, like, a grandpa. Mm-hmm. Oh, my Parenthood. God. I don't know if, like, even vocally, I don't know how much younger than that it can credibly pitch him. Mm-hmm. I assume they're going to have him be an older superhero, like a granddad. Yeah, now. that would be good. Yeah. Because all the kids would have been older, too. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. aren't they bringing back Coach? So he's going to be an older Coach as well. Yeah. <laughs> they're bringing back coach. Yeah, yeah, they're bringing Netflix, back coach. It? Is it? I don't know. I Somebody, just, yeah, yeah, someone's bringing back coach. Their huh. full house is coming back. Uh, yeah. Um, there's a bunch of new TV shows. Girl meets this, world. Girl meets world is actually really good. Yeah, 
Not that I sit there and watch it every week, but I, <laughs> but I would like to. Because <laughs> everything I've seen so far is actually really cute. Yeah. Um, it's, it is it is a next generation type thing, but Corey and Topanga are still very much... Corey and Topanga? Yeah, and it, they have that heart that they had in that old TV show. You know how they... In a box, so. You know, you know, oh, I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but TGIF had that like heartwarming family type thing all the time. You know, where and you family know, matters. Yeah, <laughs> especially on Family Matters, <laughs> <laughs> except for that one daughter in Family Matters who disappeared. Is like, that Family Matters? Yeah, that was, was Family Matters. That was like the second was it, season, the aunt or something. No, it was like the, the sister. Yeah, the middle like, sister, or and something. then they like they totally vanished. Like yeah. Denise from that Cosby show. Yeah. You know. But, um, yeah, no, but no TV shows are really like that, right? Where nothing like Full House. But I think they're trying to do that again. Yeah. Like, we're bringing back. They are bringing back Full House. But, you know what, you know what Full House needs to, um, talk about? Why that family is doomed. Because the first episode of, uh, the original Full House, we find out that Danny's wife had died in a car accident, right? Right. And this Full House, um, DJ is also without her partner. So did that, did DJ lose uh, Steve? Because yeah. Steve was awesome. Also, he was the voice of Aladdin. Was he really? <laughs> yeah. Huh. So. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> no, that's Joey. That's Blossom. <laughs> oh. Aren't they the same show? No, that's not. Oh, no, no. But Incredibles, too. I, I, I think. I you think know John Ratzenberger played the underminer in The Incredibles? Yep. No way. Yeah, the mole man at the end. Yeah. The captain guy in the hangar of Empire Strikes Back. Everybody he, to your vehicles. Let's go. He's in. He's in every single uh, Pixar movie. Is he really? Yeah. Huh. I know. He, I knew he was in Toy Story, but he was in. Uh, he was the Stingray in Finding Nemo. He was. Um, let's see. What other things? I don't remember who he was in Bugs or Ants. No, they bugs were Bugs. They're Bugs Life. Bugs Life. Yeah. Um, Ratatouille. I still remember. I know he's in every single he's one in of everyone. them. That's huh. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, he's their lucky charm, I guess, or something yeah. like that. <laughs> Not that they need a lucky charm, right? Yeah. It's Pixar. The, everything they do, except for Cars, is good. I, you know, even Cars, I'm starting to warm to. As Chris makes me watch Cars again and again and yeah. again and <laughs> My again. nephew watches Cars all the time. He's four, yeah. so he's just a year older than Chris. As, thank you, as <laughs> irritating as the... That whole talking cars of it all is. Mm-hmm. It is a. I've been dwelling on this in a teacherly sort of way, but it is a perfect heroic journey narrative. Mm-hmm. Like it follows the Joseph Campbell model to a T. Yeah, precisely. Just that. Like the call to call to adventure, mm-hmm. to yep. like the darkest hour kind of idea. The mentor, yeah. the every character, every um, character that he meets teaches him either gives him something or teaches him something that he then implements to overcome the uh, final confrontation. Ka-chow. Yep. And then there's, <laughs> e- there's even the, um, the rarely depicted in films, there's the voyage home, the return mm. to reality that shows, yeah. or rather the establishment of a new normal, which yeah. is one of the two ways that the whole thing can shake out. Like, not even Star Wars follows the, uh, the Campbell model so closely. Yeah, like it, That's because there is no normal life after your aunt and uncle get burned to a crisp. Well, <laughs> I mean, Owen and Baru kind of seemed like jerks, so... Yeah. I mean, Luke's new life may have been a lot cooler. Oh, yeah, well, he had lightsabers. It was like, thanks for blowing up the Death Star, kid. Um, can we drop you off uh, back Somewhere. on your desert planet? Uh, we Somewhere. need a new base, guys. Uh, let's pick this coldest planet in the, <laughs> in the <laughs> universe. Let's go scout this place out. Okay. All right, thanks. You go check it. 
It's so wizard. They're not going to believe this at Tashi Station. <laughs> oh, Luke, you oh. and your stories. Luckily, that's another sequel that's coming yeah. out this year. Yeah. yeah, Star Wars. Let's not make this another Star Wars cast, yeah. even though I want to so badly, but we won't. We'll have um, plenty of time. Plenty of time. What other sequels have we heard that are coming out? Um, well, we, um, let's so see. Incredibles 2 got Incredibles announced. 2, I feel there was a couple that just came and oh, kind of just popped up. Yeah. Oh, um, not, uh, not directly a sequel, but, uh, was it New Mutants? Was it New Mutants that yeah, was standing about mutants. as the next X-Men? So, Spears, um, learn us about the New Mutants. Uh, how much learning do you want? <laughs> um, Cole's notes on a, in a Wikipedia, in a Wikipedia first paragraph synopsis. Okie dokie. New Mutants were sort of the pitched as a return to the original format um, for the X-Men. Um, after the original team had kind of diverged quite far from the, you know, like the, the, the five mutants learning about their powers at the mansion under the tutelage of Professor X. Um, after the original team had sort of grown up from that, so to speak, um, Marvel decided that they would like a they would like to see that more again. So they sort of they call they came up with a working project title, New Mutants. Um, they got Louise Simonson to write, and she invented a team that, although personality wise, was kind of analogous to uh, the Uncanny team. Like you had your sort of your stalwart, uh, like the stalwart true believer leader um, in the form of Cannonball. Um, you had your sort of berserker, feral character in the form of Wolfsbane. Um, and I, and also your kind of your idealistic um, sort of an ideal uh, an idealistic character who was very naive and easily led. I, you know what? I think that was more Wolfsbane thing. The Wolverine sort of character was Sunspot, like Mm. Um, really ah, didn't take to following orders very much, constantly striking out on his own, lipping off whoever tried to tell him what to do. And somehow these plucky kids managed to pull it together and become a team. Uh, there was some neat kind of like reversals in those early arcs. Um, it turns out that the Professor X who recruited them was not actually Professor X at all, but hmm. some effed up alien imposter thing oh, yeah. that they overcome. And then the real X-Men are like, hey, you kids are all right. High five. You get to play in the big leagues. <laughs> and by the big leagues, we mean stay here and clean the hangar while we go off and fight giant robots. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Mow the lawn. <laughs> in a weird way, like it was, a, it was a book that very much got caught in the press between what comics used to be in the 60s and se- what Marvel comics used to be in the 60s and 70s and what dudes like Frank Miller were turning them into in the 80s. Um, the concept, which was basically like super-powered school kids, which on a long enough timeline turns into the sort of thing that Harry Potter is, um, that really didn't fit into like the gritty Dark Knight Returns, Daredevil Born Again kind of Marvel comics that was emerging. So the series takes a hard right in the middle 80s when one of their characters is, like, shot to death on panel. Oh. Like, mm. just, you know, it wasn't too, too gruesome. It was a single bullet kind of thing. But it kind of, it changed the direction of the team and ultimately propelled them towards becoming the first iteration of X-Force, the ultra-violent mutant paramilitary group. And, yeah, so Fox has already optioned the X-Force for a movie. Yeah. So and we can see how that's... 
could lead into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like both as comic books, X Force and New Mutants have had various lineups under various creators, and the tonally and content wise have been very, very different. So, I mean, it's anyone's guess as to what Fox is, go- what the content of these movies is going to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And who knows? It might just be uh, New Mutants in name only, sort of like yeah. how Age of a Cop. Uh, Age of Apocalypse, <laughs> Age of Apocalypse, or Days of Future Past, sort of. Yeah, were. It well, they were they sort of followed the same. Yeah, they, it was certainly the days cer- certainly had the same premise, more or less. Yeah, again, more more or less. Mm-hmm. You know, the the time periods were all different. The characters involved were kind of different. Mm-hmm. Um, With the spirit, it, it felt yeah. the same. Repercussions happened. Blah blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, future changed. Everybody happy, happy. White House wasn't put in the middle of a baseball field, but, you know, yeah, so that, that, well, you know, comics had a much smaller budget back yeah. in those days. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm excited for New Mutants. Uh, I would rather them, you know, give back the, you know, the, <laughs> the rights to Marvel so that we can have the, uh, the awesome uh-huh. Marvel versus, or Avengers you know, versus X-Men. Way, I don't know how they can do it now. Like, I it's don't know big. how you can present the world of the Avengers as having had mutants in it all along. Just, yeah. oh, we mm-hmm. never happened to talk about, you know, these millions of superhumans who spontaneously appear. Yeah. Also, remember that Magneto guy? Remember <laughs> how he nearly destroyed the United States of America and we yeah, never talk about it? Yeah, unless they started from new. Um mm-hmm. It'd also be weird because then you'd have uh, oh I, I can't say this this would ruin Avengers for you never mind I won't say it um, yeah. if it's about the Inhumans I know no it would be more about you know uh, Quicksilver and uh, Scarlet Witch fighting off all these robot um, metal robots and oh, not being Scarlet like hey dad Witch and, and Quicksilver join the Avengers who or, would have guessed or more like why couldn't they just call their dad to be like hey. Hey, so there are all these metal guys coming after us. You wanna, you wanna help yeah. out? <laughs> you wanna tag uh. in? <laughs> <laughs> uh. See, the nerd part of my man just went. Well, that's because Magneto and his children don't have a very good relationship. That's true. When nice. the rational part of my mind was like, "Shut up! You know why that is." <laughs> it's because two dudes in suits in two different offices couldn't make the money work. Luckily, Sony uh, is letting the money talk for them and. Yeah. Hopefully we'll cast Asia Butterfield yeah. as Spider-Man. Yeah, well, yeah. Hopefully, like, hopefully Fox will follow suit when they see that it can work for Sony. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. now that their first cohort in the form of Hugh Jackman and like Femke Jensen and all them are like formally bowing out and retiring yeah. from the rules. So it's time to yeah. time for somebody to fill in. And what better time and what better place to do that and start up a new like trilogy? Or yeah, whatever. Maybe Phase then, Three would be a good time for. Uh, Wait, I we're in phase, phase two right now? Phase three, yeah, we're coming phase to the two, end of phase two. Does Avengers two mark the end of phase two? Like, no, does each Ant-Man Avengers film be... mark the end of phase? Or no, wait, um, I guess so. Yeah, no, I think Ant-Man's Ant-Man is... the last one of phase yeah. two. Oh. And then Civil War starts phase three. Mm-hmm. Huh. Black, no, Black Panther, isn't it? Civil War's first. They okay. haven't started filming Black Panther. Okay. And they've definitely had... Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's Civil, right. Cause Civil he's, War filming. Yeah, because he's going to be popping up in Civil War. Yeah. But... Yeah, like what better way to do that as like, you know, Infinity uh, Infinity Wars coming to a close. They need to like maybe maybe like, the Infinity Gauntlets start the mutants. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you put things like time travel and things like the Infinity Gauntlet on the table that can alter reality whole mm-hmm. cloth, like I guess y'all can do what you want. Yeah, that's true. But it'd just be like um 
Earth uh, 616 uh, crosses over into another one, and hey, I, you I'm, know, I'm Avengers, they're mutants. There's a segment of comic, like, among comics fans, to say nothing of the general population, only so much of fandom even accepts those stories. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it, it takes a particular kind of nerd to look at alternate reality stories kind of as having the same value. There's oh. like quote unquote main canon <laughs> stories. I love alternate realities. Yeah. Like, like if like Red Sun is my favorite. Oh, I love that Superman story. That's a movie they should make. Yes, yes. It's funny because um, Henry Cavill read that book for his Superman movie, like his. Man well, of it Steel. shows. <laughs> <laughs> I am an emotionless mechanical person, but I do not feel like a human and murder people who get in my way. The Red Sun Superman felt a lot, like. It was yeah. a lot of anger. Yeah. <laughs> he felt it. Um, so um, some other sequels that have popped out. Uh, Jay Baruchel is going to direct the Goon sequel. Anyone watch Goon? Um, I have not seen the first one. I feel like I'm a bad Canadian for not seeing it's it. It's actually a really good hockey movie. Yeah. Huh. I keep hearing that. And Check it out. It has um, oh, the drummer from Scott Pilgrim. What's her name? Oh, um, <sighs> I we are sex with on one, two, yeah, three, four, yeah, that girl, yeah, Kim Pine. Yeah, I was gonna say Kim, but that's not a real name. Damn it, whatever. Um, I also God, she embodied that role. Like, she, she was, was a that, perfect cast. All yeah. of the cast was perfect, except for maybe Scott Pilgrim. I acknowledge that without Mr. Sarah's involvement, the film probably would have happened. But he is actually the film probably yeah, would have been. I don't know better. Maybe it would have been I more culty. Yeah, it's I already culty I, enough. Yeah, I, I want to watch that movie I think tonight. He, you know, he did do it. Had I not read the comics and had no preconceived ideas of what Scott would be, he did well enough. That's true. You know, like he fits, he certainly fits the profile of the kind of person Scott is basically supposed to be. Angsty, tall, awkward. I like the guy who played young Neil. I think he would have made a good Scott Pilgrim. You know, the best Scott Pilgrim I've ever seen was on the show Parenthood. Um, I I can't remember the actor's name for the life of me, but he plays sort of the... He plays the Laura, one of Lauren Graham's kids, and you see him kind of oh, come on yeah. the show as like a troubled teen. Um, and he like the way that he pulls name, yeah. himself out of. I've never seen this show. It, oh my god! It's fin- it's a master class. Does in it acting. make? It's actually it's you, really really good. From start to finish, you will ball your eyes out. There, oh good! There's, there's, that's there, what I need more things to cry at. <laughs> yeah, there's a handful of TV shows that are out there right now on television that just totally. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh my god, we're talking yeah, about we'll that. Yeah, we'll talk about that next. We're talking about that next. Um, <laughs> um, sorry, I just got parent- passed a message. But Parenthood, um, there are shows out there right now that basically make their money on just manipulating your emotion, Shonda Rhimes. And oh, I don't like her. I hate but Shonda Rhimes. Parenthood um, is just concerned with telling good, good stories about this family and all their kids, all the grandkids, and everyone, and all the ups and all the downs that they go through. Miles and at the end, Helzer is the kid. Yeah. Miles, sorry, Heiser. Hel- yeah. And it's a great TV show. Jeez. It just, 103 episodes yeah. this thing ran. No is it done? special effects. Yeah, yeah, it just wrapped up this year. No special effects, no one just getting shot, no giant robots, the, just the ups and downs yeah. of a family and it feels like a and like even just like the acting where they're talking over top of each other like they're not finishing lines and it just felt like real conversations it felt 
like, kind of like our podcast, like a conversational TV show. <laughs> it was much better than that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but it was funny. It was dramatic. It was it was perfect. It was one of the best TV shows that was out there, and it finished way too soon. I felt, but it well, at least went out. With, a, it went out with class. You it know, there, there were class. a few points that I thought it would have been would have been a good classy spot to kind of draw the curtain. Mm. But the ending of season five was glorious mm-hmm. like it was so 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 well done mm-hmm. and it approaches with i don't know i get if not maturity then at least sensitivity things like you know end of life yeah um dealing with dealing with like family with autism dealing that, with yeah that yeah. was that's you know balls for that tv show too god deal with autism in such and certain an awesome and in not way. not in an after school special hand wavy yeah. kind of way like it was it never the the character with autism max who and the actor who played this kid just knocked it out of does the park every have single autism week. i don't think he does no, no. I don't because no. I mean, i've seen I'm, him in other movies and other things before no. but it's like it's like the kid anything, it's like the kid from uh, breaking bad he has uh, cerebral palsy just not to that extreme right uh, max Burkholder. Yeah. Mm. Um, but he, he's phenomenal and he, he plays the condition with such consistency and mm-hmm. like, and there, it doesn't take the A plot in every single episode, but it certainly like, it becomes a facet of his character to the point that you, you don't, you don't notice it as being like, Oh, they're talking about autism. You know, it's just that character, mm-hmm. yeah. which this seems, I, I don't know, yeah, which yeah. seems to me the way it might be in families where that actually is a factor. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. Is it on might, Netflix? I don't, it might be. It might be in Netflix US, I don't know. But yeah. like my favorite episode with that was where uh, the dad and Max were in line at a grocery store. Oh, Max started yeah. doing something... Uh, oh, he was really upset that oh, they the, were in the express line, and yes. he got really upset that the dude in front of them had like you know two items over the limit, and yeah. he started pulling the guy's items off the thing, off the conveyor belt, like John Adam, and said something to the dad uh, um, mm. in a very uncolorful kind of way about his son, and the dad hauls off and punches the guy, and I'm like, wow, like mm. that's kind of like the kind of like a thing that you would want to do like if that ever happened yeah. but and <laughs> he it, went and did it and i was like wow and the episode deals with it like yeah. they deal with sort of the fallout of max having seen that and processing it and it crops up later like it doesn't just happen and go away mm-hmm. you know it's i don't know how tightly plotted the arcs were like the particular story arcs you can tell that there's a couple I believe that there are a couple of beats that they had planned from the outset that yeah. like play out in season four, season five, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And they, uh, there's a couple of like sort of hard right turns and sort of weird decisions that um, mm-hmm. didn't seem the very, very best when they happened. But oh, it just it is emotionally devastating in all of the best ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's brilliant. You have to go, you have to go and check that out. Anyway, yeah. that <laughs> the kid, the kid who plays Drew on that show is the perfect Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> like he 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 came off as sort of nerdy and on the outs with the cool kids, but not as a, a completely feeble noodle armed. Mm-hmm. Like he it wasn't completely incredible that the kid could throw a punch. The way and I mean admittedly Edgar Wright played it played it correctly he pitched all of the fighting in scott pilgrim as this sort of bizarre fantasy almost like an alternate reality to the very grounded and realistic like conversations and like the romantic plots Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um 
But that's not... In the comic book, it all seemed to fit together a little bit more... I... Uh, a little bit more coherently, mm-hmm. I guess. Like, it never seemed like, oh, here's an action scene, so now everything is in this bizarre alternate world where all the laws of physics are backwards. Hmm. Except when it did. <laughs> but it was awesome! Yeah. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, that doesn't have a sequel. <laughs> yeah. uh. um, today, the Yahoo News, Yahoo Movies, mm-hmm. uh, announced they had an interview with the writer of The Last Starfighter. And he is hoping to start a have a sequel slash reboot, sort of like what the Tron next did. Next Starfighter, or yeah, I don't know, <laughs> or the the <laughs> lat, or the it. oh my god, or the Starfighters. You never know. Yeah, he said that based on like success of like Tron Legacy and stuff like that. Yeah, um, Tron Legacy was a success. That's why they're making a sequel. <laughs> um, I love that movie. Um, so they're thinking about. I really wanted to see it. Never quite got around to it. Oh, I, I'll let, I'll lend you the Blu-ray. Cool. Um, it, It'll you know. probably sit in my drawer for two years. <laughs> oh, I'll remember. Don't worry. Um, yeah. So they they're doing this. Uh, he's trying to shop it around. Mm-hmm. So that that that'd be a cool that sequel. Would be great. I love that movie as a kid. That was always mm-hmm. my childhood like superhero origin story fantasy. I never wanted like superpowers or anything like that. I wanted to like go for like a hike up. A you wanted one Death day. Blossom mode. <laughs> yes, I wanted to like. Fall in his cavern, find the spaceship, like Same. Flight of the Navigator. See, this is where <laughs> I was like, and I wanted to be the guy. This I is why I played video games so that yeah. I could get picked to be a, the last Starfighter, yeah. or you know, maybe I would move. <laughs> I'd move a lot, <laughs> move a lot of blocks into oh a pyramid. Oh my god! In, uh, get, the Kevin Smith clerks. That's where I was going there, with that. Yeah, there was. Well, I'm explaining your joke because oh. five people saw that show. Oh, <laughs> and it is to the detriment of everyone because it was so far ahead of its time it was and so, good. so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's an episode where um, one of the clerks, Randall, um, finds an old <laughs> video game machine. And he a pyramid up, pusher. Yeah, right? a pyramid pusher, where he, uh, you have to push blocks to make pyramids. And he gets the best score on the game, and it becomes like the last Starfighter, where the game signals a shadowy, gu- a shadowy organization that then kidnaps him. And is all like, oh, so you beat the game, and you, you proved yourself the best. And Randall's like, I'm going to be a spaceship pilot? No, you're going to make pyramids. <laughs> and cut to, and it's like the mines from Temple of Doom. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> oh, that episode was good. And speaking of Kevin Smith, there's also a sequel in his yes, horizon. Yes. Mall Rats 2, known oh. as... Mall Brats. Do it, yeah. Oh, I'm in. I'm so in. So in. They've been... He's been dropping hints... Of like who's coming back? He said most of the main cast is back. I think, including like including two, Stan Lee. I think there's two holdouts. Mm-hmm. I think Affleck's one of them. I don't know who the other one is, but he's in jail sure, though. Uh, but I'm sure I'm sure Affleck will will make an appearance. I get to see but, that. Um, it looks like everybody else is back on board. Claire Filani was just announced mm-hmm. recently to come back. Um, he uh, yeah, he's stoked about yeah. it. He's been dropping a lot of hints on his podcast. Stan Lee's back. Um, oh, so yeah. excited for that. What's his name? Uh, the <laughs> Michael guy? Rooker. Michael Rooker. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Jay's back. Cause yeah. Yeah. Scott Mosier's back. Mosier. Yeah. Mosier's back? Yeah. 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 Mosier's back. And I assume, the, tell him Steve Dave guys yeah. are going to be Brian there. Johnson. Yeah. And uh, Walt, Walt Flanagan. Flanagan. Uh, Ethan Supley, I think. He's yeah, Ethan, Ethan Supley. Yeah. Jeremy oh. London's going to be back. Nice. Uh, which is just... Is he going to be fat? <laughs> it's gonna be awesome he'll definitely be stoned (laughs) man I hope he makes a sequel to all of his movies I want uh, Catching Amy 
<laughs> no, yeah. no. I want yeah. karma. More jiggling. Dog. The, oh, jiggly the dogma sequel. <laughs> the dogma sequel sounded really good, but ugh, I mm. wish. A, he doesn't want a dogmas. Yeah, was that hell in a handbasket, or was that something different? It was the one where the apocalypse would have happened. Um, but he he had enough death threats from the first movie. He didn't want to do. Well, it he's again. totally outlasted the uh, that church that um what do you call it? The Westboro Baptist yeah. Church. Are they gone? Um, I think they're basically in shambles. Didn't their leader like die recently? That doesn't mean like... anything. It's like Hydra. One head dies and like five come in place. <laughs> Fred Phelps is now like an Atari computer in the basement or something. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't think they believe in that. Do you want to join a cult? <laughs> Please don't kill us, uh, Westboro Baptist Church. Um yeah. Speaking of Westboro Baptist Church, that uh, Kevin Smith movie, Red State, is amazing and sort of based on that church. So if you yeah. haven't checked it out, check it out, Spears. Should, the sequel should be called Blue State. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, there's also Clerks 3 coming out, too. Yeah. Yes. And I think he's doing Mallbrats first. Well, he's yeah, doing. Um, I was going to do Clerks 3 from what I understood first. But yeah, then but, Mallbrats, I think he was just like having a little bit more fun yeah. with. Yeah. So he's doing his Yoga Hosers, which is. Is it done now? I think it's done. I yeah. think they're done, yeah. And then, is he still doing moose jaws? Yeah. Yeah, like, they, he's got this Canadian trilogy that he's talking about, so I think that's the next one. Yeah, and the, that, because the first one is Tusk, the second one yeah. is Yoga Hosers, and the third one is Moose Jaws, which is Jaws with a moose. moose. <laughs> I think it's going to be way better than Zombievers. <laughs> oh, my God. I yeah. don't know, actually. <laughs> yeah. so, so, thoughts on uh, Mallbrats? Excited. Sold. Yeah. Um, Malls aren't really a thing anymore, and I right? I think that's going to be part of it, too, is that mall culture is dying. and Maybe they're online malls. Yeah. That's all it is, online malls. I feel Strip it's going to be a lot of um, their kids and the adults now being all like, you guys are dumb. <laughs> Why are you guys at a mall? <laughs> you can do this on Amazon. <laughs> well, that's actually could, what it could be is that all they, they're all grown up now. And what do they all do? They still hang out at malls. My oh, God. wife's granddad still goes to the mall, hangs out with all his old buddies. And do they do they, the mall walk? They do the mall walk. They oh, dude, tell me they have to save the mall. And LaForce is secretly masterminding the mall's destruction. <laughs> oh, I hope LaForce is back. <laughs> he better be. The best picture I saw in May the 4th was uh, May LaForce. So ah! <laughs> it was a picture of LaForce. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Oh, man. Oh, Lepore's was the bad guy in the first Mallrats movie. He had an game. awesome hat. Oh, he, even's got, he even has two kills. <laughs> <laughs> he was like a mall cop charged with keeping the Mallrats away from this game show that was being shot at the mall. <laughs> uh, Do you remember game shows, kids? <laughs> <laughs> well, now they're shooting a reality show at uh, the mall. Oh, God, probably. Um... Other news for sequels? Um, we have Zoolander two is yeah, coming out. Title for um, the new Apes movie, uh, War of the War of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, I'm in. Yeah, it's supposed to be I'm the last in. one in that sequel. Yeah. If Circus doesn't get a uh, Oscar nod for they, this he won't. One. You know why? Because the Academy is dumb and it's yeah. so antiquated now. They they go for you know the prestigious like. You know the the big uppity type win instead of well, see, the that, that's one that what just, shocks me about the Planet of the Apes movies because like I know it's not you know it's not exactly like Rousseau or anything but there is philosophy and psychology at play in those movies mm-hmm. you know but and, then you have the Academy old people that are watching and they're all old and they're like oh look at all the CG in this this isn't a movie 
This is uh, uh, movies are I supposed see, to be art. I would hope that like Circus's performance would read through that if they'd watch it all the way through. Yeah, granted. Right? He uh, from the first panel, like he was amazing in the second movie. Mm-hmm. He disappears in all, every character he uh, he makes. So it's phenomenal. Who else was like? I remember seeing. Oh, he was in Avengers too. <laughs> Sorry, um, and he was really good in it. Like phenomenal as Ulysses Claw. Uh, oh. And you think that that Black Panther, uh, yeah, you know, bad guy is just like, eh? But he was good in it. He had the cool. South African accent down, but I don't doubt any of his accents. You know what's weird? You know the guy who's um, who's the guy who played Abe Sapien and did all the things David for David Pierce? No, he did the no, voice was... for the. It's the guy who did um, the movement work. He also was in Pan's Labyrinth and stuff. He showed up on uh, on Flash, doing his own creepy mannerisms and stuff. It was really good. Hmm. So I don't know where that came from. That that was a tangent. Oh, just like that dude is as good as circus. Like I, the, all all of these uh, motion performers are like phenomenal actors, and you don't really get to see them acting out of uh, that. Doug Jones. Doug Jones, and he was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Um, Well-acted movie. Another sequel that was announced a little while ago was Blade Runner 2. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that one. Run harder? (laughs) Blade Runner? (laughs) Blader Runner? War for the Blade. I I don't know. It's a bad idea. Yeah. It just seems like a bad idea. Blade Runner. Was there there something more that needed to be said in that? No, Cyborg. I think it. I think they left it off at a pretty good point. I liked knowing that, he, not knowing whether he was an android or not, mm-hmm. even though he was apparently one. Yeah, that's what Ridley Scott said. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the, I think the movie between Ridley and the and Philip K. Dick's original novel, which was intentionally ambiguous on the point. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know. You could you could read it either way, and it's still. You could say that Harrison Ford's character was or wasn't a robot at the end of that movie. And the movie supports either reading, depending mm-hmm. on the cut of the movie that you watch, and the day of the week, and the phase of the moon. <laughs> um, I, I just, I don't know if it... Like, when you look at some of the other sci-fi stuff of that, on that topic, like um, Ex Machina... Look, oh. it, looks, it looks fantastic. I still need to see that movie. You know, like, why do we need to attach a name that we recognize from the 80s to appreciate a good idea? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's true. Um, I'm going to show you guys a headline for a sequel that just that this company is trying to uh, push forward that mm-hmm. doesn't need a sequel. And I want your thoughts. Ready? One, right. two, two, three. Schindler's List 2. Nope. <laughs> oh, I heard that. Oh. And... Um, so what? Okay, so the headline: Read it. The fugitive heading back on the run with the new sequel. So Harrison Ford with a walker and Tommy Lee Jones <laughs> in a wheelchair. I didn't kill my wife. It was what? twenty years ago. Who are you? I don't remember. <laughs> are you still part of the FBI? I, don't know. I think I don't know. <laughs> Something that didn't need a sequel. Yeah. The fugitive. Well, maybe it'll be their kids. My dad didn't kill his wife. I I don't don't care. care. (laughs) We need money. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Let's see. Pacific Rim 2. We knew that. Ah, yes. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I love to see that. Yep. Uh, Something that is actually inventive and Mm -hmm. cinematically interesting. (laughs) Rocket Elbow. I'm in. Made me so happy. 
<laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh yeah. Oh. Some so, of the some of the plotting was a little bit unnecessarily complicated. Mm-hmm. Anything sur- and the explanation around the drift was nigh incomprehensible. Yeah, it's true. Be that as it may, it was still awesome. It was still awesome. Uh, I don't know if you need to explain. Here's a robot. Do you need two people to pilot it? Punch stuff hard. <laughs> uh, sequel. Alien. That that is a sequel that we need. You know, yeah. I watched the um, I watched the honest trailer for it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I mean, my favorite is when honest trailers get enough requests to do something that it's actually a good film. Yeah, and they kind of have to like pick nits a little bit. <laughs> but one of the things that they pointed out was like in a lot of these movies, there's the the will they won't they tension between the lead yeah. hero and the heroine, and Pacific Rim bears a distinction as being one of the movies where they don't. Yeah. The relationship doesn't seem to happen. Because you don't need it. It's robots fighting aliens. Yeah. But don't they? I thought they did, didn't they? Hook um, up by the end? At the... I don't... I'm not sure if it ever really... If it happens. And huh. when I say it, I mean them having sex. Oh. Mm. Ah, <laughs> speaking of sequels, uh, oh, weren't, okay. we, weren't we going to talk about baby sequels? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, aren't they doing... Uh, another sequel to like Three Men and a Little Lady or something like that, or Three Men and a Baby or something. Because they need oh. money again, those mm. guys. Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> he Who needs... made Steve Gutenberg a star? We sing. We sing. I don't know how we're gonna get into this baby thing. Well, that wasn't even it. my idea. So, like, what was it? We're thinking about. Baby, baby sequels? sequels, like not like. Oh wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me try. Okay. Sometimes movies have sequels. Other times, babies have sequels. And most <laughs> of the time, it's another baby. What? So, gentlemen, the question I have to ask you is this: As geeks with kids who may be working on a sequel of your own, not yet, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> what do you What do you envision as being, like what, what do you project? I guess. Like, would you maybe want to do differently? Would you want to do the same I feel as like, this time around? I feel like right now we're doing a lot of no screen time, which is mm-hmm. what is recommended for up to age two. Uh, two. Yeah, um, but I feel like once my second comes around, it's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be impossible uh, because my kid will probably be after two and she'll probably want to yeah. uh, have a TV. So that, like, we're, we're going to try now. But our second one, no, mm. no uh, attention span for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Already. I Unless know. I never turn on my TV like yeah. Spears here. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. Um, for us right now, it's safety proofing and baby proofing everything. We've got the gates up. We're going to mm. be putting the locks on the. Uh, the locks are coming soon. Oh, we yeah. have ours. Yeah. We haven't installed the latches them. And are everything. they hard to the magnet ones? Uh, not really. The, the problem that we ran into is we, we're in an older home, and a lot of the wood on our cabinetry is old as mm-hmm. heck. So now that the locks have been on there for a couple of years, and they've been pushed and prodded and poked and pulled endlessly day after day, um, some, of, uh, some of them are starting to come a little loose or mm-hmm. starting just to look a little funky. Mm-hmm. We've had to like reinstall a couple of them, yeah. Yeah. not the least of which because... Um, certain parents who will be remain nameless might have pulled a couple of them straight out, <laughs> uh, thinking that why, why yeah. is this stuck? Rip. Yeah, yeah. we um, we also can't haven't... stop toddler yeah. cannot stop grandma. <laughs> right now we're like getting all that stuff ready to go, but we're all ready to like 
kind of taking her time with it, and by the second time, by the kid, uh, the second kid rolls around, it'll be like, "Here's a knife. Hold it this way." Don't. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like things. So are, you, are you? Are uh, you? Are you uh, latching down your TV? Are you putting a strap yeah, on it? Yeah, we actually got the straps for it just because it's deceptively heavy. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Can't no lift doubt. that thing on my own, and if that thing comes down on one of them, it oh yeah, it'll be it'll be hospital trip. Mm. So we're gonna latch the TV down for sure. So. So Megan's cousin, when they were very little, mm-hmm. decided to jump on the TV and pull it down, oh, no. and it just missed her. CRT, and it was an old like CRT, CRT one. Tubes, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> she was so oh, like upset. That, like that scene from um, Gross Point Blank where Dan Aykroyd gets the TV to the face. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember Gross movie. Point Blank. Oh my god. Oh, it was incredible. I I, I remember it, but I don't remember it's it all. One of those movies that I saw at a young age and appreciate kind of liked it the soundtrack was, was amazing good. yeah and then going back and watching it it gets better with age because mm. now i'm picking up on more of the jokes and the things like that i do like, like john cusack yeah mm. and i like jeremy piffin actually was tolerable in it jeremy piffin's in it yeah he played mm. his best friend i don't remember that at all. i'll watch it maybe tomorrow or something it's good his role was to yell incred- incredulously at you you kill people <laughs> uh, you're an assassin oh oh yeah i do remember yeah. that oh yeah. god Maybe I'll watch Mad Max tomorrow instead. <laughs> <laughs> That's supposed to be a new trilogy, too. Oh, yeah. They the just new sold three trilogy. tickets. I know. <laughs> uh, have you seen the reviews for this? Um, I don't just, need to. I've just been looking at the numbers, and they're all like nine plus. Amazing. Uh, Amazing. I'm just like, oh. Heard, um, I'm a little nervous because the, the screen grab quote that they have on the TV spot I see most often is from Fox TV. Mm-hmm. And usually when I see something on Fox TV's critics, I'm just like, oh, well, you sure paid for that. Mm. Um, the, the one thing I read was a reviewer... No offense could, if Fox would like to sponsor a podcast, we're totally down. That's yeah, true. With um, the devil. The one thing I read was that they couldn't talk about any specific action scene because... From the get-go, it's one action scene all the way to the end. I got that, really? I got that sense from the from the trailer alone, where they're doing the parkour over. Oh the my god! And I can't. The cliff jumping on the chain, hanging over the cliff, kind of thing. Oh. Like, oh. if anyone from uh, Mad Max Fury Road wants yes. to come onto the podcast, we would love that. We don't even care about sponsorship. Yeah. We just want to talk about George it. George Miller, come on, pick up the you know, <laughs> the, the, up, Skype the, yeah. the Skype phone. <laughs> it would, you know, it'd be. It'd be very interesting to talk to him because his his body of work spans films for very young people <laughs> and films for everybody else. Mm, that's true. And Babe two, wasn't it? Both Babe, Babe films. Babe. Yeah, and yeah. both Happy Feet. Yeah. And admit it, like ba- the um, at the camp I work at in the summer, we show Babe like we've shown it every year on this battered old VHS copy that's still hanging on. <laughs> um, but it it is a well put together film. Yep. Yeah. You know, and there's a there is an undercurrent of chaos, of petrifying <laughs> darkness to it. You know, and every so often there'll be like one kid out of twenty who's watching it who'll pick up on like, wait, those kids are going, those pigs are going on the truck, they're gonna get turned into food. <laughs> oh, Meanwhile, the narration is all like, they went to this blissful place called Pig Paradise, from which no pig had ever thought to return. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I never thought about that. Bacon. Yeah. Mmm, bacon. I'm going to make bacon tomorrow. And like, there's, you know, for a movie about a talking pig, there is the, the constant threat of the adorable main character being killed and eaten by the other main characters. <laughs> you know, and it... 
I'm not saying it's like Mad Max level crazy, but there is a mm. there's a level to it. I never did mm-hmm. see the second Babe movie, which certainly looked stylistically more out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I uh, no. Yeah. So Aaron, uh, would you show Babe to your second child? I would. <laughs> I totally would. Um, Segway. I enjoyed it, and uh, for you know the awesomeness of James Cromwell. Is there anything you wouldn't do the your second era? Second round, round. What would I not show? This I don't think one? I'm far enough in my parenting yeah, not, yet. I don't know yet. Well, because, I mean, let, let's yeah. let's go back like it's, right back to like you know trip to the hospital kind of stuff. I didn't have a trip to the hospital. Yeah, my kid was born in my living room. <clears throat> I, you know what I would have done? I would have installed my car seat earlier, got my hospital bag earlier, mm. and done all of the prep stuff before you know. Yeah. The day of. <laughs> yeah, we did midwives, but we did the hospital trip. But I think next time we might try the in at home. Yeah, it was actually really nice, like being in your yeah. own environment and. Um, yeah, you're the definitely thing, rolling yeah. the dice uh, whenever you go into a hospital. Yeah. yeah. Um, our experience with Chris was extremely positive. Like we kind of went in with the doctor that we planned to, and everything went, you know, basically cool. Um, with Rosie, it was. It was a bit of a gong show. Yeah. Like, we... I don't know if I've told this story or not, but... Uh, I don't think so. It doesn't matter. Um, that was, know, that it, was weeks ago. If it, <laughs> if it was more than five minutes ago, I honestly can't <laughs> Um, But we, we kind of got there, and, like, Terry was already, like, kind of... Mm-hmm. Like, the contractions were already coming on, and it was, like, two steps, grab the wall. Two steps, grab wow. the wall. That kind of stuff. Right? Yeah, so we're in the we're in the observation room waiting to see a doctor, and I swear to God, we get girl Doogie Hauser with these thick white rim glasses, and she's all like, "Hey, how's it going, guys?" <laughs> yeah, you need to dial it down a yeah. little bit at that point. <laughs> yeah, and and you know, and Terry's like, she was between contractions at the time, so she was explaining like, "Oh, you know, this is what I'm feeling. This is what's happening." She's like, "Oh, well, I don't think you're ready yet because you're not in enough pain." What? And I'm like, um, may- maybe you, you want to see how dilated she is, perhaps? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, do any of that doctor stuff? He's like, nah, you just take a walk. Come back in a little while. Oh, that's oh, not good. That's no. not cool. That's no, when the, I, I that's mean... That's when the cricket bat comes out, I yeah. tell you. So, you know, we humored her. And, you know, we were we were back in fairly short order. Mm-hmm. You know, and, like, sure enough, she, like... By the t- by, the time we got back, it was pretty much go time. No time for drugs. Uh, um, no time you for know, drugs. The, <laughs> no time for you know. <laughs> and it, it was totally like a give me the drugs kind of situation. Yeah. Um, and like I remember, like they got they had like the IV in or something, and they were like it, it was after um, you know after Rosie had been born, and the you know getting th- getting through it without. Without the, uh, without the, um, without using, um, drugs at time was a, you know, it was certainly a lot harder, but it was, you know, it was, it was all kind of amazing and incredible and like, yeah, ah, I was, I was purely awesomed at how Mm -hmm. amazingly strong, Mm -hmm. like Terry was through the whole Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. The ladies, they, uh, they, they pull out all the stops when... When the time comes, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That, that went right into the bowl. Oh, well. <laughs> That's okay. Five points. Um, <laughs> um, 
But same, the, same with um, Meg. This doctor wanders back in after this, mm-hmm. and they're like they were, they're like they were like lining up an IV feed for Terry, and I mean they were having a hard time, and they've just about got it lined up. They're just about to put the IV drip in. Doesn't this doesn't this doctor sit down on the bed, jostle Terry's arm, and they're like, oh, back to square one, and she's like, why is everyone so mad? Hee hee. Ah. Uh. So what's great about doing it in your home is you've got more control over yeah. stuff like that. Plus, you'll know your midwives. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, at least one of the two. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we had all hands on deck at uh, one point just because there were transitions. Like one had to get called away, another one had to like show up, but then they bring like their their trainee intern mm. <laughs> with them. So I think we had about four or five midwives in the room at one point. We and we only had aw- two. It was awesome. Like it yeah. was so like they were amazing. Like we wouldn't change that ever again. Yeah. But most likely we'd change the venue. Kind of yeah. Thing. Yeah. Um, thoughts on water or just regular? Yeah, Would you try know, water? Don't know. Yeah, I think we will talk about it when it comes. You to have to it, think of a spot where. But the, that's the that's the thing. It would probably be the kitchen here. table or maybe yeah. in your. In here it'd work, but then you'd have the carpet. That's yeah, the, we wouldn't. Yeah, this is all the stuff like we had to think about because we yeah, wanted to. Where are all these things coming from? Uh, I don't like, know. Just filled up with bugs. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna. We. I'm gonna duck out for a minute and close some doors or windows in here. And yeah, see we, if that stems them. I'll be yeah. right back. <laughs> yeah, when we did uh, the when we were thinking about the tub, they're they're, they're in the ceiling, man. Uh, we can't uh. stop them. Yeah. Game over, man. Game, Game over. over. Um, we were um. We we when when I started filling up the tub, we had to ask we had, we had to talk to Megan's parents because we're like I don't know if this is gonna um, be supported upstairs the tub because we had taken out all the carpet and now we were just on the plywood and we're like mm. well let's go through the floor we should just do this on the main floor that'll probably be safer mm. <laughs> so we did that um, huh. I really wish I had not told Megan to take a sh- uh, bath before because we had used up all the hot water before. Oh, no. <laughs> so I ended up uh, grabbing a bunch of pots and boiling water and the kettle was going boiling water and putting <laughs> cold water in the tub and, you know, pulling the the water as well. Oh, man, it was That's crazy. Awesome. It was funny. I was running around like a chicken. No, I bet. Oddly enough, I was very calm even though I didn't think I would be, but I was running everywhere, like doing mm-hmm. everything at the same time, just making sure that things were, you know. Cool. No, it's really one of the things that I think as for both kids, we had incredible, incredible nurses mm-hmm. um, at the uh, at the hospital. And one of the things that they that both of them did that I thought was genius was they they gave everyone in the room something to do. Nice. You know, I feel like as long as you're busy during the labor, it's. You, I know I didn't find myself getting too, too freaked out about like, oh my God, what's happening? You you didn't have time to dwell on it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's understandable. Yeah. I think, um, at least for us, I don't know if there's much we would do the second time around, at least birth wise. Cause I think we, uh, we, uh, we got, we got our, the, the, we did the way we wanted to, <laughs> um, but yeah. I, I, as as far as the the raising her, I'm still fairly new, so I don't know. Yeah. I think I think I think I'm doing. I think I'm doing all right. I, Ooh, she seems yeah. cool, my kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Your kids seem cool. I think uh, I think they're fine. And yeah, no, no, they're. Are you thinking about a third? No, we we yeah. reached our quota. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're thinking maybe three, uh, total. Maybe four. Megan seems to want four. 
for some reason. It's a good so number. that so that two can uh <laughs> so, uh, my wife is very excited right now. Yeah, she, she's she's <laughs> she doing support for that position. She wants she wants to to play like so the two oldest would play together and the two youngest would play. I mean, together. this way they can play two on two. Yeah, no, but I, I think I still think three is a better number. Money wise, know, man, that, what's the third one do? Referee? Like, well, the middle one always is gonna play with them. Play with themselves. I was the middle child. I've been played by themselves. Oh no. Um, but you know, overall, I think um, I think. We'll just see how it goes. I think my kid is fine. I don't think I'd change too much. I probably wouldn't worry as much, especially the first night of uh, her sleeping on her own. <laughs> I, I just stood there. I was like, I don't know if I can go to bed right now. <laughs> she's God. she's there. She's the in the bathroom. I did not sleep. I watched Chris sleep mm. all night. What time was he born at? Um, it was dark. Yeah. Cat was born around 2-something, two 2.39, and I was just like, we we got home. Uh, well, we were at home already, but I think we went to bed around seven. And I was like, "Nope, this is not gonna work out." Hmm. But anyway, so do maybe our readers. Do do you guys have any um, thoughts? Readers. Uh, readers, our listeners. Do you did you guys do anything different the second time around? Do you have kids the second time, or are you planning on having kids? Why don't you send us an email at geekswithkids at gmail dot com or. Or you can leave a comment for us on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash geekswithkidspodcast. Yeah. Or you could tweet us at geekswithkidscn. And if you'll excuse me, I'm on a bug hunt. Yeah. That's <laughs> not alien. That's actual bugs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think this... Uh, yeah, Aliens was a great movie. Yeah. That's a good sequel, huh? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, with that, I say game over, man. Game over. Even though we did this joke earlier. <laughs> What? Light a fire, sing Kumbaya. <laughs> <laughs> Later. <laughs>